Hello and welcome to Bible. A tale of the two books continues. Over the last few weeks, as we examined the story of education, we found the story of child labor making an appearance regularly. It's actually very hard to define where one story ends and the other begins. Myron Wiener had the exact same problem. He spoke but wanted to write about education and yet found himself engaging more and more with the story of child labor. In the 1980s and in the 1990s, this intertwining of the two stories would take on a confrontational form. And over the last few weeks, we have seen how the stories of data, the stories within the data, show us that where education is being spoken of, it's hard to not also see child labor. So whose story are we telling? Is the story of the child in school really also the story of the child who works? In the 1980s, a distinctive shift was made when social activists, many who had been a part of the civil liberties movement in India, began a campaign to challenge existing understandings of both child labor and education. They defined a child laborer as every child who is not in school. The slogan, all children not in school are child laborers, soon gained traction. And in a matter of months, would define the pressure to expand the government schooling system to accommodate the many millions who wanted to be educated as also public pressure to ensure that children were pulled out of work. public arguments which would define and take forward the movement to end child labor would coalesce around this one phrase every child not in school is a child labor. 
This was also the time when engagement with policy makers would move from emotion to the need to demand and need for evidence. A lot of that evidence would be collected through affidavits submitted in court as the courts became friends of the movement. There would be, however, another strand of that struggle. And the International Labour Organization would play a pivotal role in that struggle. The ILO has often been seen as the guardian of efforts to end child labour the minimum age at which a human being can enter work has been a bulwark within the ILO system, something that every dispensation has taken seriously and has worked hard to enforce. The problem of course came in that as the 1990s, the global movement to end child labor began to gather pace, The data support for that movement was patchy to say the least. Much of the debate around child labor had focused on the moral argument. It had not been framed in economic terms it had not been framed in human developmental terms in the past. The need to frame it in these terms required the production of a new body of evidence. And producing that evidence would begin a new battle the battle of definitions. For that, our next episode. Thank you for listening in. I'm Vijayalakshmi Balakrishnan. You can get in touch with me through sending a message on any of the sites and platforms where you listen in or by writing to me baropodcast at the gmail.com Join me next time for another episode of the Tale of Two Books.